Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the action here at Cosmic Crit. This is your GM and podcast host, Patrick, wishing you all a happy new year and a happy new episode of the Starfinder action. 2021 is going to be the biggest year for Cosmic Crit yet. You have to keep listening to this season as it's ending this year. It is going to be nothing short of full-blown TNT. I'm talking loaded dynamite in podcast form. We are very shortly uh, away from an official announcement of what Season 4 is going to be, along with some other fun announcements for the year, like Criticon 4 and our, our, our online fundraising convention, as well as other projects and secrets we have going on. Uh, we just passed 25 episodes of our Patreon podcast, Dead Men Roll No Crits, over on Patreon. If you haven't heard, we are playing the Skull and Shackles AP converted into second edition, and it has produced some of my favorite gaming moments of all time. Uh, I'm very happy I got to record that and share that with you. If you back us on Patreon, become a $5 or more uh, patron. You get all those episodes right now. You can binge, put them into RSS feeds, and it's probably like 35 hours of content and a new episode every Sunday. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's intro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support, your engagement, and our online gaming Discord. Uh, and to thank you all, here is episode 166 of Cosmic Crit. And it's called Dissolved, Dissolved Mysteries. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Get ready to hack and slash through multiple levels of ghoulish nightmares on our way to... Take on the super bad demon in this week's episode of Cosmic Diablo. I am Patrick, your GM, or as I shall be called henceforth, your gameplay min-maxer, here helping you to get all the right pieces of armor you need to take on your balls and your Mephestos and what have you. Joining me in a chorus of heroes all looking for the ability to disprove the existence of the Holy Cow level are my five friends and your monster point and clickers. Uh, to my right, a stealthy Strixie rogue from the Sisters of the Sightless Eyes. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, he's popping an elixir to shoot better to nail his next shot. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Stay a while and listen. To my right, get on this large spitting terror's monster's bad side and feel his wrath. It's Tyler dredging up to Vasho. Hello, Patrick. Across from him, the warrior swings a mighty blade, but this sorcerer has magic to shoot to boots. It's Jabert playing his wrist. I'm a witch doctor. <laughs> and across the digital table, this little pot of health has a, sp uh, a space ball of mana to survive the fray. Uh, why, it's Miles mixing up with sprouts. Good evening. Uh, yeah, guess what? Game I don't want to go back to is the first Diablo ever. <laughs> so hard. Oh, man. I played I, so I, much Diablo 3, though. I played like, Diablo 2 is where it's at. I played a lot of uh, the first Diablo. Just mm -hmm. so way too much of it. Way too Wait, is it Diablo it. 3? Is that what I played? Or two yes. Two? You played Diablo 3. 3 is three? the most recent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good times. Probably more to go off of for an intro if i had done two or three there's only like three playable um uh classes in that first one which is like how many are, do they end up within three 
Oh gosh, because they kept adding them. Uh, yeah, yeah, they added a. Bunch. I feel like it started with six, and they've added like two or three more since then. Yeah, it sounds about right. I feel I feel like that's the same. Maybe they started with five in Diablo two, and then then added some more in. Um. Anyway, hey, hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back, Cosmic Crit. Uh, we're doing a podcast now. Whoa, Hooray. this is a podcast. What? <laughs> Yeah, who would have thought, right? <laughs> Here we are. Um, you guys want to get to playing this week? Meh. Playing some Starfinder? Oh, yeah. I got to gotta know what happens when you set off the big bombs. Big bombs shutting down the tunnels. Uh, well, before we f- figure out where you're going from here, let's figure out where you're coming from. Indeed, uh, talk to Sprouse Marlow and figure out what happened last time on Cosmic Great. Great. Here we are, party split. Each of us going against some hard-hitting bugs so we can plant these here bombs. The swarm got the licks in, but we squashed them all the same. We reconvened to catch our collective breath before splitting up again. I don't know what our teammates had to deal with, but what came at us? Well, (laughs) let's just say last time we came up against one, I had a mech to deal with it. Fortunately, our aim was dead on. And well, there's one less big bug in the world. Plant the bombs and hightail it out of there. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you guys collapsed four of the main tunnels that kind of bridged together areas of the Forever Reliquary to slow down the advancing swarm. Um, and it's uh, high time you got back to the the main temple um, to, uh, to see how things are going and in like the main entrance leading up to it. Uh, the your your Han bodyguards who've taken quite a licking will will start to slow down, and uh, maybe Kiarath will say it's like we 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 cannot keep up with you all for much longer. We have taken much damage. Do do you all not need to rest? Let me look. Oh no, Sprouse yeah, does a, not. That's a great <laughs> question. Actually, <laughs> I was about to say, does anybody Let need to take, take a look? Take a ten <laughs> minutes. I feel like Tyler was about to die. Uh, Devasha probably sucking a little bit of wind wouldn't mind you know he would say I I think a short break would be wise cool yeah I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind trading a little a little time for some SP um they will you know begin to bandage one another's wounds as well uh as they they rest up there and um after 10 minutes you guys can can uh, get your SP back here and collect yourselves. They'll, uh, you know, put clawed hands on on your shoulders and say, "Yeah, we we will guard the entrance. We will make sure no one gets inside. You can trust us." Um, and as you're saying farewells, perhaps uh, Mirschmir will come up to you and says, oh, we we have stopped uh, off all the major entrance points. Yeah, your demolitions in those tunnels." We'll have given Tuva the time she needs to complete the ritual, but I'm sad to report back the swarm is burying in all over the place. I think there's something big that might have gotten past our defensive lines. You must get to the temple and, and guard Tuva. She will need your help. And we will make sure nothing else gets through the rest of the corridors here. We will see it done. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. That's me running down the corridor. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip. <laughs> yeah, it's only a few minutes. We're he's wearing he's wearing Swedish clogs again. <laughs> <laughs> this man always with the Swedish clogs. Get him off. 
Why your stealth check is zero. <laughs> That's right. That a, I just got back from my trip to the space Netherlands. And so. <laughs> yeah. They make Netherlands. clogs. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's only a few minutes to get back to the main temple here. But as uh, soon as you uh, get to the like huge doors that cover it, you can see there is a massive gaping hole in in the doors, uh, the edges dripping with hot acid. And as you get into the chamber, you see Tuva on the dais in front of the huge Hylaxian statue. Still the energy of the crown of Hylax kind of surrounding both of them in a uh, an amber light. But on the dais with her is a, a large creature, a swarm creature just salivating in front of, of Tuva and the crown. Let me show you the art for, for this thing. And we've got some art uh, this is from Alien Archive 3, this, hey, this critter. Definitely salivating. It's um, cute. But there's also there's art from the, the AP, which I enjoy as well, just off to the right here. Bloop. That's oh, less cute. That's that. Yeah. Just the thing in action. You see two of them the, in the background there, kind of like summoning up some magic. Um, right. So, so uh, now we get a hint of what this thing's abilities are. <laughs> yeah, I, guys, this might have an acid breath or an acid it, spray. It might have oh. an acid barf of some sort. <laughs> oh, it might have burnt a massive hole through the temple doors with whatever <laughs> delicious acid it uh, powers it does have. Um, we'll figure that out if you can figure out what its name is. But uh, uh, in order to do that, we've got to get into initiative turn order. Oh, That's like one of the Greg. few times that I really don't want a low roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Be great <laughs> to not goof this one, Tyler. What'd you get? Uh, I mean, you know, I got a six. Could be worse. Could be worse. And, oh, wait. No, I rolled higher than that. I rolled an eight, Patrick. I did two better than a six. <laughs> oh, you rolled an eight on the dice. Yeah, nine total looks like. Nine total. Oh, no. Patrick, can you uh, add me to the turn order? Oh, that I can. What did you roll, uh, Jabert? Uh, 15. Okay, not very average. Yeah. Very middle of the pack. Not, not yeah. bad, not great. <laughs> I feel like Zinni is always the leader of the pack. Jabert's always holding down the middle of the pack. And if there was a song called Bottom of the Pack... Devasho is probably the lead singer on that one. This is bottom the bottom of the pack. Vroom, vroom. Except if it's a vroom, vroom, it'd be like... Just sputtering. So I sound like speed buggy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. We are in initiative turn order. Uh, Zinnia, you are up here at the, the front. This thing seems to be kind of looking you all over, kind of calculating as it looks back towards right behind it. Uh, what would you like to do? Yeah, uh, I, I think she could probably put two and two together about the door, but um, would like to try to recall whether she has ever read about these things in her textbooks mm-hmm. back at the university. Uh, 36. Nope, um, 39. Uh, right here. So that is, yes. Uh, not including minus five for your xenobiology capabilities. Uh, that'll give you two pieces of information about the 
15 foot large swarm dissolver uh, creature that stands in front of you about a uh, hundred feet away. That's that's uh, that gives us some hints, I think. 80 feet away. Does the token need to be bigger? His name is Swarm Dissolver. Nope, it's a large creature. Oh, I thought you said uh, 15 foot. Okay, you said it's 15 foot and that confused me. Yeah, it's it's, it's taller than it is long. You can stand up. It does have, um, it's like, you know, very strong kind of climbing arms on it. Um, And uh, it has has wings on the back, but it doesn't look like they'd be able to carry this thing. Uh, What what would you like to to know, Rebecca? Um, Does it have any special attacks besides, you know, vomiting acid at doors? You don't know for a fact that it has that, but uh, uh, these creatures uh, do have a special attack with its vestigial wings called Wing Gust. As a standard action can create a a powerful gust of wind to um, push uh, creatures away, potentially knock them prone. Um, There's a 30-foot cone activated ability. Can I... I mean, objection, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. If your wings are vestigial and never used, they would not have the muscle capability of blowing people over. That's just, that's yeah. bad if science. Guy, if this guy can't fly with his wings, he can't blow over 300 guess, pound creatures. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, add, add something to you here. I don't think anything that can fly really has the power in its wings to knock things over. Like, I mean, is, so. I, if you were to tell me a dragon, like I'd be like, they're dragons. Yeah, I think sure. it's like a different kind of wing motion. You know, it can't yeah. can't attain liftoff, but it can can make a lot of uh, there know, could be clear some, out area around it. There could be some magic in them wings or something. We don't know. Magical there is not. Wings. I can tell you, it's a it's an extraordinary <laughs> ability, not supernatural. Oh, well, the one the one opportunity. I'm sure Zenia could give you a lecture later on how this is possible in this particular yeah, swarm we're in right now. What uh, so I get one more piece of information, right? One more, yeah. You've uh, can this, I know this is a high level creature, but you've just beaten its its that DC, and your Zenia biology gives you basically one free freebie. Okay, can I know its EAC? Is that what you want to know, really? It's gonna it's gonna bum you out, Rebecca. Uh, EAC. Yeah, is, EAC. <laughs> EAC is twenty four. Twenty four. Oh man. Four. <laughs> I, I just told you it's gonna bum you out. You don't want to know. So, uh, okay. what do you? Twenty <laughs> six. Uh, what what do you want to do for your action? <sighs> well, I want to stay thirty feet away from it. I know that. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, she is air. going to. Oh, I could I could try to put an inhibitor on it, bring that AC down a little bit, maybe. Does inhibitor stack with flat-footed? Yes, it's a That's... it's it's a penalty to AC. It's not it doesn't make you flat-footed. Those are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Well, that's excellent then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll try to do that. So, um, Can you do a trick I need to get a little bit closer. Um, I could, couldn't I, with my needler p- pistol? No, I can't. Right? I can't remember. Doesn't it have to be a certain kind of pistol to be able to use trick attack or no? It just needs to be a small arm to do it. The question is, uh, does it need to be a special kind of attack to you know fire your special uh, uh, inhibitor? That, that, I think that would be the question. I think it's just an injection bolt, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think particularly there is. I think this is a question that came up when we were looking at them. I'm pretty sure you can. Um, what is the, the range on your uh, needler pistol? 40. So I would have to move up. You're about 80 feet away, it looks like. 75. <clears throat> yeah, so if I move... Let's see. I can move 30 feet. Oh, gosh. Um, so move in. So I can move here and be hmm. 45 feet away. Okay, so just outside that first range increment. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to hit, though. Well, I don't think I have much choice. So um, I'll come back and come up as far as I can and take mm-hmm. a um, an attempt <laughs> to hit with my needler pistol. Oh, that's only a 15 to hit. So I don't think Ooh. that's going to do it. Yeah, trick failed. And that is a miss. Uh, oh. Echo seven next in the turn order. This is not a great thing. Uh, spot to be in is it uh let's see okay echo seven is just going to move up here which i think is going to leave me in a decent enough position yeah should be good all right and take a shot with the gallant hail cannon all right so you're moving up uh, about 30 feet as well getting within range and taking a shot <laughs> an 18 to hit. Ooh, bad bad rolls all around here so far. Four on the dice is a, a miss as shot goes wide and kind of bursts over the top of the temple here. Um, Oakley Doakley. Oh, move and a shot. Uh, Sprouts Marlowe. Okay. You've moved up with Echo here. Yes, on my trusty steed. But... Not close enough uh, for my pistol. Mm-hmm. So the question is, do I want to move up <laughs> further? And you're just outside, what, the first uh, first increment or second? Uh, it's like you're about 50 feet away. So second. Okay. So a little difficult there. Do you want to, to chance it and uh, get yourself the closest to this creature? Ah, uh, see, that's the thing. <laughs> There's the rub. You're, you know, at that point you're hoping that Tress beats out its <laughs> initiative roll and gets further which than he a hundred percent does not. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. It doesn't yeah, seem likely. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm uh, no, because Patrick rolled a seventeen on the dice. So. <laughs> oh well, then he definitely didn't. I'm trying to think of what what Sprouts would do if he would hold and be cool and collected. Or if he would kind of try to sneak up around the side and 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 pop a shot. Mm. That's that's that seems to be a move he would make. <laughs> seems Sproutsian. It just doesn't. I don't know if it's a move that I want him to make. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the clash of interests. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go against my better judgment, and um, I think uh, move Sprouts. Um, let's see. I guess about right up north, just just about to the the foot of the the, the stage here. here. Yeah. Okay, you can still see it. It's a fairly large creature. He's targeted him as he's uh, made this way, and 
Oh boy. Here we go. He readies his 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 gun and takes a shot. Oh gosh. Yeah, baby! Hey yo, starting this combat off with crit. That's a CR 18. Uh, so tricked and critted. Uh Shout out real quick to Patreon subscribers. Thankfully, oh, actually, let me uh, let me get a, a new one. We've had so many in the month of December. I guess in the last month, I should say. Uh, Eric T, who just joined up, uh, I guess when we're recording this like a week ago. Thanks so much. If you're listening to Cosmic Crate or Demon Roll No Crits, we appreciate you. Um, how much how much damage are we talking here? All right. So the trick does twenty two. Uh, the attack, the regular attack is 12 with uh, 9 plus 1d8. So let me roll that. Yeah, so that, that's that's the, the burn condition. Uh, go ahead and roll the trick damage again, and we'll have the, the toto. Okay. Uh, here, one second. Oh. So we need another 4d8. So it's uh, 18. Okay, wow. So, I mean talking about what 61 points of damage in total <laughs> yeah I uh, uh, you do see there is a bit of resistance on some of that but uh not a lot of it <laughs> not enough to uh to keep this thing from from hating your guts I, I think sprouts would be a little surprised that his shot went off so well it would become one of those like did I do that kind of moments? <laughs> big old, big old blast! This thing's hide. But don't worry, that just means that you've made oh. a good friend. Oh no! I made oh, such goodness. a mistake. Yeah, it's just gonna move. Just a reminder: move. we don't know what this thing is in the turn order. Oh, it's now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he, he he rolled a seventeen. So I've been holding it back. I rolled higher than all you guys. I was just waiting for you to to get up close and get into a fun, uh, squeezable range. I'll call it. Um, because it's gonna it's gonna move within a slam attack range and it's gonna bring down one of its huge clawed hands and try and uh squash this plant. Wow. Natural one. Oh, oh so natural two I, on the dice. I, I think he's still gonna hit you. I think yeah, it's too. a thirty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Dude, dude, oh. kaboom! That's some uh, nonsense. Right. That is some nonsense. Yeah, we'll get some damage back to you. Just a little bit. Uh, how about 30 points of bludgeoning damage? Does that sound mild? You love it when they make these monsters and they're like, okay, well, we really don't want this monster to ever miss. So what kind of bonus should we give it? <laughs> yeah. 30. <laughs> Good times. Uh, that's it's uh, actually it doesn't even need to get that close. It's only about five feet up on the thing. Um, that is its entire turn as it moved and attacked. And we are going to trust next in the turn order. All right. I'm running forward and I'm going to cast a spell casting a Defrex hardiness on myself. Oh, it's a classic. Alrighty, And Davasho. Well, I obviously cannot clear nearly 70 feet in a single move. <laughs> so we're going to move as far as we really can, uh, which I can't quite move as far as I really can because that would make me on top of Trest. So we're going to be right behind Trest. Oh, no. And then we're going to align the shield to the bug. 
Okay. That is turn one, right? So then we are moving back to Zinnia. Back to Rebecca. All right. Zinnia is going to fly. Uh, would it be wise to get some vertical distance or maybe not? It's up to you. Um, if you get within 30 feet of this thing, it could potentially knock you out the air, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I might just back up, kind of, I don't know, hover up, like, you know, even with the with the dais, but back a bit. So I'll be mm-hmm. 40 feet away where I am placed currently. Um, but this time, her needler pistol is, is not doing a whole lot of guns. So I think she's going to... Although if I can get that off, I can make it easier for other people. Um, a whole lot easier, yeah. So I guess I, I guess I ought to keep trying with my, with my needler pistol. Hopefully I'll write and roll better this time. We shall yeah. see. Nope, it's <laughs> a sixteen. You're in a the trick. Would have gone off, yeah, but no, no hit here. So, no action. Echo seven onto you. Your little buddies getting mauled getting plant handled oh what you got to say about that uh so echo seven is going to do something very dumb and run right up here next oh, to no. his buddy oh no it's very dumb i love it true uh you're getting in a defensive position getting standing in a, over sprouts getting in an offensive position as i take a shot Ooh. with the hail cannon now this will provoke attack of opportunity is it not flat footed uh, oh, your your trick went off. Right, that is correct. Must have given Uh You you have it for the end of Sprout's turn, uh, but you're you're taking a shot right next to him. Go right ahead. Twenty nine. That is a hit for twenty points of damage. Hit against KAC, uh, and that is both cold and piercing. You're seeing damage. Oh, yeah, that's all going through, baby. Yeah, baby. Ouch. Oh, don't like that <laughs> one bit. Um, Sprouts Marlowe, on to you. Oh. You've got a friend who's willing to lay down his life to get, get all yeah. up in your biz. Yeah, we're in the same square, so I imagine he kind of let, let Sprouts pop back up into his position. Yeah. So we're 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 doing the whole, you know, rocket and Groot thing. So Sprouts ain't going nowhere. He's not leaving. There's just, behind. there's like a little ladder uh, on the side of Echo 7 now. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> so Sprouts is going to take another another shot uh, at at this, this big old boy. Uh, CR6, the trick does not go off, but that's a 27 to hit. That is a hit. Yeah, you know, this one, much more of a glancing blow than your yeah. <laughs> previous uh, uh, attack. So a little bit of that damage going through, but not enough to, to really sting. Um, but uh, I'm going to take my turn now, and because you guys are both right next to this thing, what do we want to do next? Mm. Die. I think, oh, oh, are we within range? Yeah, this thing is actually going to move a little bit on the dais and line things up so it can make a line attack. And unfortunately, I think just hit Trist, not Tavasho, but uh, this is a, a, a jet of acid, corrosive jet uh, that has the line capability. Um, oh, actually, I looked this up 
earlier. Does the line go back past its range at all? I guess it can, right? Past its range? No, yeah. Not at all. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think so. I mean, that's one thing I wanted to look up. Yeah, that might actually be worth looking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a line weapon can't damage targets beyond its listed range. So, uh, only ones in range right now are uh, Sprouts, <laughs> Echo 7, and Tress, who are going to uh, attack in that order with um, the way the line weapon works. It's just a single D20 attack, and it goes against EACs in those orders until it misses someone. But this is against EAC, so let's see how it goes. Boom. Oh, that was scary. And that's a bad hit. It wanted to be a 20, but it is just a 14 on the dice. Uh, We're going to let it stand uh, for a 37, which I'm pretty sure everyone's EAC is getting scorched with some acid damage here. Uh, Not that much. It is 28 points of... It's actually half acid and half fire damage if you have resistance to to either of those. Is it 28 points? Uh, Yes. 28 points uh, acid and fire as your your armor just lights up with corrosive um, hot spots where you see it kind of like flaring to life as it burns and boils getting down to the molecular kind of base. Uh, Trest, we are back to you after that. Dissolver, living up to its name, dissolving stuff. All right, I'm going to go dissolve it. I'm moving up into range. How dare you? No. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're you're at the, the base of the dace here. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that will provoke oh an attack of opportunity. I swear it will this time. All right. Have right, because... Yes, we missed the trick last round. Okay, making making a making only this on a one. So okay, so you take eight points of damage. Oh no, you take Ah. damage too though. Yay! (laughs) You've fallen right into my trap, you foolish fool. So Defrex hardness, you're you know hitting you. It's it's hitting spikes and things coming out of your armor now. Um, Okay, and you you good sir are taking thirty five points of damage from its slam. Oh, yeah. Serious boss action. All right. But it taking that eight points of damage uh, that sends it into uh, an anger mode. It is it's very angry from taking that. Um, we'll see who he attacks next turn. But what do you have for your standard? Uh, I'm attacking with a sword. Oh, a classic classic magical sword. Uh, 25 to hit. Ooh, against KAC. Yeah. That is a miss. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, so close. Need need some injections. Need some tricks. Yeah. Uh, Devasho, on to you. Okay. I will not waste the opportunity that Trust has given. I don't think the thing has multiple attack or multiple attacks of opportunity. And it better not, because we're going to go flying past it to get behind it. Do you have a jetpack? F- flying is in... Oh, just moving quickly, <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> using a double move action. Devasho's wings do. are also vestigial. So. <laughs> okay, and yeah, that's it. Zinnia, back to you. Turn three. All right. Uh, this isn't going particularly well, but I guess I'll keep trying with my needler pistol. Um, I'm gonna move forward just a little bit. 
I am still up in the air, though. I think she's about mm-hmm. 15 feet up. Okay. Uh, it's a 22 to hit. There's a miss, as we know, against the EACs. Uh, oh, yeah, you're so, are you still firing the be, needler? Yeah, it'd be a KAC anyway. I'm so, so. sorry, Rebecca. I know. Echo I know. 7, on to you. It's already used its uh, attack of opportunity this round, right? Oh, right. so it has. So it has. Ah, uh, hail cannon, baby, heavy fire. <laughs> yeah, who, need, who needs uh, making things flat-footed if you just take it away its, its attack of opportunity by making it get used? That is a right, 26 to hit. Ooh, that's a hit. All right, so that's 17 plus 4 for a tw- 20, 21? <laughs> yes. Should know, I've been helping a nine-year-old do math for oh my. six months. I should know math. this stuff. Oh, boy, that is a hit, and that will make this creature bloodied. <laughs> another Gellet hit, two in a row, uh, scorching this thing, freezing it down its side. No resistances to that. Um. Oh, I need to... Whoop. I think it could only miss here on a one. I'm sorry. I needed to uh, figure in that burn damage from Miles. Uh, trick attack. You rolled a two on that, right? Miles. On the uh, last burn. Trick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was able to put that out on this turn, but it took that two. And so we got everyone here. All right. Yeah. It's, it's still up and angry, and it's your turn, Miles. All right, so Sprouts is going to try to uh, give it too many targets, so he's going to kind of you know leap off of uh, of Echo in a, a really cool fashion, breaking towards um, the dais and um, kind of on the the opposite side of where Devasho is. So he's this creature's more or less surrounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's targeted uh, the creature, and so he is going to take another shot with his uh, plasma pistol. And that is CR eight, so that does not work. Uh, Thirty-two to hit. What what dice are you looking at here? The twenty-one miles. Oh, sorry, I'm looking the wrong. Uh, are you are you looking back at your yes, your greatest I was, hits? I was, I, <laughs> your your crit? I, I, I was going back to, to see what you were referring to right, right. before, and I was. <laughs> Um, that's 21 to hit. I'm sorry. Oh, that's um, a miss. That's a miss. Oh, that's a miss. Okay. We have got uh, about three people within range of the Dissolver uh, in Trest, Echo 7, and Devasho. Ooh, I think it move back a little bit, but I'm not sure. Let's see what, let's see what the, uh, the old AP says here. Um... I think huh. I want to use all of its fun abilities. Yeah, let's um do 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 do. I guess it doesn't really need it to move too far to do this. It's gonna kind of step down a little bit off the dais towards the stairs here. And it's gonna use its wing gust attack on Trest, Echo 7, and Sprouts. Uh, so it's 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 teeny wings on its back. Uh, you look at them and then like they multiply like times four. <laughs> it looks like there's a whole bunch of them. And as a standard action, it rapidly beats them towards the ground. 
uh, with the air around you kind of swelling up, it feels like you are being knocked on your feet. Um, go ahead and make me a reflex save. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, we got some bad rolls here. Oh, I got sevens. All right. You've rolled a, a 20. Uh, Debacher, you did not need to roll, but you're just doing so for good luck. <laughs> and and uh, just thought he's burning. I'm sorry. We need to time out for just a second here. Tyler did not need to roll. Did yeah. not at all need to roll. It was not targeting him. Tyler, I want you to tell the wonderful listeners of Cosmic Crit what you rolled for this reflex save, which, remind me, reflex is Devasho's worst save? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's painful. It's his worst save. <laughs> um, and what did you roll on the dice, Tyler? Oh, I rolled a natural 20, Drew. Yeah. Ooh. So, good job. Way to work. <laughs> Way to rub it in, Drew. I, Drew I just made this. My brain, my brain heard Patrick describe if the thing as beating its wings the, the into the ground, and I was like, "Oh, so it's like a conical attack." <laughs> I ignored. It is in telling us what the targets were. I just in my mind, I, <laughs> Tyler, do you know what a cone attack? is? And I went, well, "They need to roll." No. I'm only five feet. Maybe away. he thought the cone was like on top of like, the monster, like like a cone of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing you like, also you know that cannot affect large. If you beat your wings straight down, you don't create a gust in a singular direction. It goes, it hits the ground and spreads all out. So well, I, just I don't thought, have that much experience batting, beating my ween, my wings. So, you know. <laughs> um, uh, Trest and Sprouts failed at this save. So you guys are knocked prone and back 10 feet from the dissolver. Uh, that is its entire turn, though. Trest, you are back at it and on your turn here. Uh, 10 feet away from it on your back. All right. I'll do my my guaranteed damage by standing up and moving in. No, that that means you might get guaranteed as well. Uh, it's gonna take that. I mean, no, I mean, you are guaranteed to to hit me. So <laughs> I can roll a one. Yeah, you can technically roll a one. Oh, it was or almost. It was nineteen on the dice, but almost rolled the one. Uh, okay. Damage coming at you in the form of another, what, uh, another 35. And I'm taking another eight. That's right. Uh, oh, right. Oh, you're yeah. you're taking away those attacks of opportunity for your teammates. Yeah, and I'm soaking up. I'm, I'm taking advantage of that eight DR as well. So, <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, but you are also the party's tank, right? <laughs> not at all. Not even a little. <laughs> Don't bit. you have the highest armor class of everyone? No, these not even a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like third. I'm like third here. Okay. Oh, uh, speaking of tanks, Devacho, Tyler, you're next. There's no such thing as a Solarian tank, but I might be the nearest thing to it. <laughs> uh, I'm looking something. Oh, um, oh my gosh. What are they? Uh, Jabert, did you go into hit point damage? Uh, uh, yes. Excellent. Is it time? Yeah, I had to pull up. I defined the Trox <laughs> race bonuses. Okay, cool. So when an ally goes into, I'm I'm pretty sure this is going to fall under a significant enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can go into a frenzy, gaining some bonus to melee attack rolls, which I desperately need. And I, there is a minus to AC here, but. I think we've already established that AC is kind of superfluous at this point. Yeah. So I don't, th- am I flanking with 
trust right now? Um, no, no, you'd have to take a move. But he wouldn't be able to take an attack of opportunity. Yeah, you got that going for you. That's true. Can I even stand half on? Because there seems to be a ledge here. I mean, I'd have to move. Yeah, I mean, he five foot stepped into a. Into it's a, like five a, foot, so I mean, you can step off the side a little bit there and okay. yeah, get through the the okay. the opposite side from where Dress is standing. Okay, I'll do so. And what else? A whopping plus four to this. Mm-hmm. So this is your your attack shield attack. Oh no! Oh uh, no! This is just this is talent attack. Oh well, you don't need no bonuses when you roll eighteen on the die. That's a hit. Nineteen acid going through all your stuff. <clears throat> Ooh, nineteen. Oh wait, twenty. Apologies. You got one more on there. Uh, okay. yes. All right, he's still up and still very dangerous. As we go to turn four, Zinnia, Rebecca, you gotta get in this fight. No, <laughs> they need you. I, I'm not sure they do. Actually, they <laughs> seem to be doing all right. Um, I, I am you going to do the opposite of all right. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not doing all right. <laughs> I want to stay away from it. Kill it right now. That'd be great. That'd be great. I, I'll try. I'll try my best, just for you, Jabert. If you can get a sp- sprouts like crit, <laughs> that might end this combat. But that would little, be awesome. Little it's else, not going to happen. I am putting my needler pistol away. It is not doing well, so I'm taking out my yeah. thunder strike. And that's only a 14. Oh no. Did oh. you take Zinnia's Tyler's? So pointless. Did you take uh, Tyler's dice this week? I was what about happened? to say Apparently. this is a straight up Tyler effort you're putting out tonight. <laughs> this is Tyler trying to make first contact effort. Um, Echo 7, we are on to you next. It does not have its attack of opportunity. Thanks to squadron leader Trest. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to take a shot with heavy fire. All right. Third time's a charm here. Gotten two hits so far. 27 to hit. Mark it for three hits. Only 15 points of damage, though. Wait, Um, I thought you got your strength. So 19? Oh, yes, 19. Thank you. Yeah, let's let's add all that good juju in. Okay, still up, but it is taking so much cold damage from you. I'm just every time I go back to its resistance, I'm just like, are you sure I you don't got cold resistance as well? No, okay. No, they went for the fire resistance, which is <laughs> a great out. resistance. Classic. Uh, Sprouts Marlow, onto you. Uh, well, so Sprouts has been, you know, not prone and he, he, you know, he feels the ground super comfortable. So he's going to take a nap. <laughs> Pretend like you're dead. <laughs> uh, no, so what, do I just need a, 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 do a resolve point to get up or? Um, no, it's just a, a move action um, to, to get up. If, um, if you want, you can shoot from prone position. No problem. Can I also do a trick from prone position? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, well, then he's just going to, like, kind of look up and, and uh, lift, his, lift his hand, take a shot. You know, he's, he's, been, he's been knocked around a lot this fight. He's, he's into HP damage. He's <laughs> You're a little out of range there, but um, that is Am quite crazy? all right. All you need to do is roll some of those big numbers he did at the beginning of the combat. Oh, that, 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 that's all. That's it. Go ahead and make that trick. 
CR 17 or lower, but it does not matter because oh. that attack is garbage. Oh, three on the dice as well. <laughs> Another three. What are you guys doing, operatives? You got to roll good. Patrick, okay. we just want to see more of this interesting creature's special, unique combat abilities. That's, that's well, all anyone wants. <laughs> I've used Wing Gust and Corrosive Jet, so I've I've done my due diligence as a GM, and now it's time to just beat you all senseless. <laughs> um, I, Devancho did a good amount of damage there. I think it's it's learned that it's it's taken damage from hitting a tress, so I think we're going attack against Devancho and an attack against Echo 7 here. Uh, two attacks in that order, Devasho and Echo 7. That's not cool. Devasho, maybe it's not going to do it. Uh, what's your armor class right now? 32. Is that with the negatives of your rage? Yes. Okay. Good, 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 good. Because that is going to be a miss with a four on the dice. And the 10 is going to be a hit against you, Drew. Um, I think it's a 24k AC. That's astronaut. Yes. I've rolled rolled a 10 on this dice, and that will be thankfully enough. Let me roll some damage for you. Oh. Oh, we don't like to see that. It's almost max um, uh, 38 points of damage. You don't like to see that. Trying to knock you just straight into the ground. Uh, oh, you know what? I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I've got a book reroll, and I keep I knew forgetting this was coming. to use yep. it. I, I was like, there's, I, was like I I'm not going to believe you were letting that force no. stand. Can't, can't use it on a one. Tyler, let's get you in this game, buddy. <laughs> reroll. Uh, 14 yeah, on the dice. It's like that. <laughs> no. You get some damage, too, buddy. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, but nearly minimum, though. Boo. Boo earns uh, 27 points bludgeoning damage, and that's going to bring you to Trest, who sure is a little, little angry after the last couple turns and ready to give this creature back some what for. Oh, I'm doing it. All right. I am going to ensorcel my blade, and I am going to use the power of teamwork with my two friends <laughs> to use my once per day communalism ability. I'm rolling twice. Taking oh, the yeah. taking the bet. Heck yeah. Everyone use your <laughs> racial abilities on these attacks. Let's go. Thank goodness. Here we go. Oh, One yeah. Six more. on the dice. Let's re-roll that. You are flanking. Yep. That's what we 37. That's what's one. Reaching out through the psychic brain waves, you find the opportune moment to Strike! Uh, and strike you do with your solar blade. 50 points of damage. Oh, that is enough to cut this thing in half. The power of team. It's combat. It's the return of Christmas part two. It's it's like 37 hit points left thereabout. I gave it a little extra. I was like, oh, these guys can handle this. With two crits, you can. Oh, Oh, boy, howdy. Uh, Real quick, before we're out of combat officially, another Patreon shout out to another new new member. Just named Wheeze. (laughs) W-E-E-Z. Thanks, Wheeze. That's that's one you're not going to be confused with anyone else for. Uh, Wheeze, thanks so much for backing us on Patreon and I guess killing the boss of book four. Making me want to do <laughs> I'm, Polly Shore impression, yeah. I'm the Wheeze. Oh, Wheeze and I'm the Wheeze. I'm using the Wheeze. 
I'm traumatized because Wheeze just makes me think of Wheezing. And I hated fighting Wheezing in Pokemon because it knew self-destruct. And it would just blow up your favorite Pokemon. Didn't care. All right. You done there, Tyler? Yeah. Shout out to Pokemon. I feel you. I feel you, Tyler. So, so cool Sprouts story, definitely needs a 10-minute rest because he's he's on the ground. He's hurt. <laughs> That's just like um, but yeah. would be happy to, uh, I don't know, use medicine checks or whatever if, if helpful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I was only took uh, I think two HP damage, so oh. that would probably help me out a lot. Yeah, you'd be fine then. Uh, right, so you guys um, can kind of rest up a little bit here as some more monks will enter the back of the chamber and, and try and set up a, a little defensive ring around Tuva. Uh, you see another team come in a few minutes later. Um, perhaps uh, with uh, Mir Shmir and uh, Rack Rant at the front. And they set about placing explosives on um, in the back of the chamber. You can see uh, a, a hole where the, I guess it would be out in the hallway, where the um, dissolver kind of made its way through the Forever Reliquary. And they, you hear the explosion nearby as, as that hole is plugged as well. And uh, yeah, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, well, we, we've got a couple seconds here. I'm going to drop myself a little uh, level one heal spell on myself. Okay. Well, whatever. That's fine. That's a little HP. Bit. How, how, how much HP were you down? Uh, 10. So oh, okay. I was I had like a 50% chance of getting it all back, but I, <laughs> I rolled a one on my D8. So who needs what it all back? What would first aid do? Can I can I help it with first aid? It's uh yeah I mean yeah it's it, I was just doing that just in case there was any sort of a time sensitive thing here. Uh, no, I mean it, I mean you guys get a, a little bit of a reprieve here. It doesn't seem like there's any other combat that you can hear nearby, and um, you can observe Tuva. It seems like the magic is beginning to die down um, as it uh, it seemed to have cycled up while you guys were in, in combat and it's now kind of slowly humming uh, and, and coming back to earth. And after a few minutes has uh, diminished about half in its intensity, the light and kind of sounds it's giving off. Um, uh, Kiarth and Yachurn and um, Nurich will, will come in after uh, a few few minutes here and kind of guard the, the doors to the temple uh, and and Mirshmir Mir will, will come up to you all and uh, and see to your wounds as well. Make sure everyone is, you guys have got what you need. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys can take a 10 minute break, no problem. And at the end of it, Tuva's magic will have completely died out. And eventually the, the light in her eyes will kind of go away in this magical shimmer. And uh, now only the, the crown is, is faintly glowing in her hands. And uh, she'll say, "Hot, it, it is done. Well, what has happened here?" She she sees the swarm corpse in front of the the sacred dais of of Hylax. You were attacked while you were uh, completing the ritual. Uh, we did what we could to defend you. Ah, and I stuff like some goop back into my wounds. Ah. <laughs> you are hurt. Can can I be of assistance? Um, I, I, I think I think yeah. If uh, if Zinnia offers, uh, maybe Trest is being tended to by her uh, ministrations. Um, mm-hmm. 
if that is a thing she is willing to do. Um, yeah, so, um, I was actually surprised. I don't know if she has, uh, she is a, um, a mystic as well in her own, but, uh, she's the, the mind linky kind of, Oh, like the um, psychic version. Yeah, the empath connection is, is yeah. what it is. Yeah, so it doesn't have like a, a base heal spell. Um, she does have lesser resto, though. That's nice. Uh, she's going to uh, just stab you with a um, uh, uh, some healing for uh, you, you get all your healing back. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, Mark two healing. Uh, does anybody else need um, down some hit points? I mean, if Rebecca took care of me, that I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get down into HP, um, uh, Drew? Nope, I did not. Okay, so yeah, there's there's a couple hits here, but you guys were mostly superficial to your armor and things like that. Is eaten away by acid and these uh, massive clawed attacks this thing had. Um, Mirschmir will will come up to you all. And as uh, he sees Tuva's back on her feet and says, uh, the, the readout shows, uh, unfortunately, that, that was only the first wave of ships. There are are two more following and three others in, in orbit around the Forever Reliquary. And then sadly, it, it doesn't look like escape is going to be possible. So then we defend. Tuva kind of like looks all of you over fairly grimly. Um over to her fellow acolytes to the the Han soldiers of Hylax and some parishioners who have taken up here and taken up arms for for her goddess and she looks at you and says "Uh, no no we defend you it is time we find out how exactly the prophecy will unfold and I dearly hope that you five will succeed in Hylax's name I feel like I did not get enough of a chance to know you, you all, especially you, Devasho. While we have not had the most time together, it is imperative you survive and get back to that family of yours. Uh, she, she like, uh, will put a, a clawed hand on your, your shoulder and kind of embrace you in a hug. He reciprocates and just looks at Tuva and says, I wish there was more we could do here, but... I understand what we need to do. I wish you all the luck and I hope Hylex. I don't know. He's kind of at a loss for words because there's really, he knows it's kind of bleak and maybe he just, you know, claps her on the shoulder as well. Uh, she takes the, the crown of Hylex and uh, kind of gestures for you guys to kind of like form a, a circle. She'll say, uh, join hands. When you take the crown and I speak a final prayer, you'll be transported bodily to an odd realm of strange psychic energy that my my abilities cannot foresee. I I do not know exactly what awaits you there or what exactly you will need to do with the artifact, but I'm certain Hylax will show you the way and return you to the material plane once you have completed your mission. Do, do, I guess. When we return to the material plane, will we return here, or do you know? That is an unseen part of my prophecy. I do not know. We won't let you down, Tuva. 
we will return and we will bring what aid we can. Trest, I apologize that I was not able to connect with you uh, amongst your squad at all. I, I, I hear of your story and I know of your past. I know you have leaned heavily away from Hylax's graces in the past, but she has not shied away from you. There is a, you have been busy and I know this and we will speak on this, these matters when we return. Um, let this do you much good. Take this and let, let it give you strength in her name. She just kind of plucks a, an Aeon stone from her, uh, like a, a brooch she's wearing. Uh, you can tell indeed is, um, uh, shimmering with magical powers mm-hmm. here as she, I guess she'll take the entire brooch off her and just kind of pan it to you. Uh, th- this is a pearly white spindle uh, mm. Aeon stone, which uh, is, is one of those big beefy ones. It gives you a, a uh, increases your caster level by one for, for spells that, that care about that kind of thing. That's it's, nice. It's mm. the only spell caster a fish. She, uh, she parks that on you. Um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, d- you does anybody use it to Hylax's honor? Or you can pawn it. Whatever you need to do. It's Whatever so you need to do. Cool. <laughs> it's worth a good amount of creds. I don't know if they have those in the psychic realm. We'll figure it out. Uh, do you guys um, have before qu- we before we hold hands? Can I grab a sample of this swarm guy? I forgot to mention that I wanted. To <laughs> oh yeah, you, you could have been doing that in this ten minute break, Rebecca. Just after you yeah. do that, Debacle. Well, that's what Zenny yeah. would be doing. Just, just I make don't sure want you, to hold her hand. Just I, make sure she works. Somebody else's. <laughs> I just imagine Zinni's hands covered in, I don't know, She has hand sanitizer. Come on, it's the future. No, it's it's the visual. I cannot get out of my head. (laughs) Sprouts would also space himself away from Zinnia. Just imagine an owl just like ripping the guts open of a creature and being like, what, guys? (laughs) That we roll. (laughs) Just just Zinni in the background. It's such a big deal. Sprouts would probably say something to, to Tuvok that's like, you know, uh, listen, uh, hokey religions and ancient weapons aren't really my thing, but you people are right. If you ever need anything else, give us a call. She'll lay a, a clawed finger on your shoulder, just like a teeny one, and say, uh, they, they will definitely need you. I've seen in the visions that you are, are much more than you represent yourself to be in your squadron, young plant. You are, you are their heart. You will keep them true and on the right path, I can tell. Sprouts just kind of tips his hat. There, There is nothing more important, you understand, than stopping this god host. If I and my people must give our lives to prevent that destruction that I've seen in my nightmares, we will gladly do so in Hylax's name. But as I said, my prophecies... If they can come true, I have seen in my visions an outcome of your choices, Echo Seven. You, your choices will potentially lead your squadron and all of us to meet again in the green fields of Suskelon on some far off date. Please see to it that these prophecies come true and you and your squad make it out alive. 
Agus Evan tilts his head confusingly and just nods in agreement. Um, Mirschmir and some of the other uh, of the sacred council do you have weapons drawn up or are or, or holding them up and getting to, to defensive positions kind of like near the doors um, they'll give you fond farewells and, and tell you that they they will indeed guard Tuva and the temple here with their their dying breath and yeah, as you guys get ready, um, she will have you all join hands. And her face becomes very serene, um, despite maybe like some background chatter of, you know, the second squadrons are landing, the second planes. Uh, she intones uh, a brief prayer in uh, her native language, then in Sheeran for Hylax. And then all of a sudden, the magic that you saw working around her and the, the the crown before now seems to surround all of you, and the the room suddenly kind of shifts a little bit to lose focus of anything else outside of the the dais here. the The colors outside of it begin to turn slightly off, and edges of objects seem to kind of swarm, squirm, and, and warp as. Uh, bright colors and, and strange shapes per, kind of uh, take you guys over and um, you guys can see one another fairly clearly but you also see these kind of outlined colorful shapes of of one another here um, make me a, a mysticism check uh, anybody that's, that's got it sure hmm and he has no clue with the natural two. You're not entirely sure what these these colors, these shapes represent, um, but they all look fairly different from one another. There's a incredible bright icy blue with three shining points above uh, her head where Tuva is standing, holding on to maybe Debasho's hand and Echo's hand. And uh, you see some some other different colors and shapes around the other members of the the council. Mirschmir has kind of like burnished orange gears over their head, and Harriscor golden letters and numbers spinning like aeon stones around her her Sheeran crown. Um, the world begins to take less physical shape and you start seeing people for like the energy, the, like the heat and maybe the emotions that they seem to be giving off. And after a minute, the, the crown of Hylax begins to glow brightly. It's, it's light blanketing the entire temple, um, almost blinding you guys, but you can still see it perfectly um, inside this this blinding light and yeah the forever reliquary uh, as the light touches it just kind of begins to fall away and the floor beneath you begins to disappear as well just kind of swallowed up by the the lightness and um yeah the the light shapes itself into thick broad beams that seem to have a, a physical shape to them and they, they envelop you as 
you get the feeling of vertigo standing in nothingness, standing on a, a light beam, begin to travel along these beams at an impossible speed. And at the same time as you are traveling, Tuvad disappears from your group, just falling away with the rest of the Forever Reliquary. And through a void, a darkness chases you, forming a spinning tunnel, encompassing the light around it. And then all of a sudden, this magical effect disappears, and you guys are standing in the same circle. Um, but now, in a moment, just kind of uh, blinking to, to get your bearings, uh, you can see you are in an, in an impossibly large desert, uh, a desert with no end, whose sky is the color of umbral shadows out of focus and kind of shimmering on the edge of your vision. And you guys can look around you all to see each other fading away. Devasho, your shield crumpling into dust. Xenia, you fall in, in heaps, your wings shedding sand like an hourglass. And Sprouts, you seem to come morph into the ground next to Trest, who's blown away by the wind. And the only one that remains here is Echo 7 among the the endless sands, the same from your your visions and perhaps nightmares. And a voice in your ear that says, A to be continued. What? Bum, bum, bum. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, I'm looking at the clock. This isn't right. We have more time. Uh, we started at, at nine for the first time in forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you guys beat the boss so quick. Stop critting. Uh, there you go. Uh, this, I think this is the first time we've actually started on time in three years. <laughs> started recording correct time. But uh, yeah, we've we've got a, a good amount done because, believe it or not, that is the end of Book four of Attack of a Swarm. That is unbelievable. Book rerolls are back, baby. What else does that mean? Oh, it means you love a night. Yeah. I feel I like know. we just leveled up to level eight. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too long ago. It was guys, not that long ago. There's still time in this episode. You guys want to just level up in real time and talk things out? Uh, I'm happy to hang around. And, I get a new oh, fighting I'm style. Just a, I'm just a, kidding. Well, we can talk about it now. We can talk about it next time. Whatever you want. But uh, is level nine like big for anybody? Yeah, um, uh, Echo 7 eh. gets a second uh, fighting technique, fighting style. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get another get another connection, so I need to decide what I want to do with that. So that'll be two fun. words: zenith revelation. <laughs> oh, oh baby, big at all, right? <laughs> those abilities. <laughs> oh, those abilities are totally boring. <laughs> <laughs> They're so ridiculous. Uh, One was like you just like can teleport anywhere. I think. <laughs> uh, Alindra yeah. turned into a proton cloud. It yeah, saved my life one time. That was, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> that just turned it into clouds, you know. <laughs> typical day yeah. in Starfinder. It's pretty oh. cool. I think that is... Uh, uh, yeah, it's garbage about for, for Sprouts because they give you uh, quick movement, and I took that like at level three. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, get, I get plus 20 feet to that, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice little boost to mobility. 
Yeah, yeah. I get that, and uh, my trick attack goes up, but that's that that that's it for for sprouts. Not a whole lot. <laughs> and I'm a level behind, so I'm just now operative level eight. <laughs> God, Sprouts is so teeny, but moves so fast. Um, well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out, and we'll get back into it. Uh, because, geez, Louise, believe it or not, next time we play episode one sixty seven, we're gonna be in book five wow. <laughs> of, uh, of the swarm. And uh, uh, yeah, that's it for for book four for the Forever Reliquary. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Kate Baker, Paizo, folks over there for doing a great job. This was a this one took you all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's maybe the most different of all four of the books that we've done so far. Um, guys, thanks so much for playing with me. Thank, thank, you, thank, you, Patrick. Patrick. thank you, listeners. Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next time as we we jump back into the adventure. Uh, good night, everybody. Have a good Thanks. week. Good night. See you next week. you thought it was over but it's not everyone <laughs> thanks <laughs> those for... were all lies those <laughs> those goodbyes were lies it was a different we we kind of hinted at this it was a different indie music for the episode so hopefully you stuck with us after you saw there's like 15 minutes left on the episode uh we're not done as this time around uh we're gonna chat with the cast and players cosmic crit about their level up to level nine at the end of the episode uh so we don't have to do it talking into book five so guys you're level nine congratulations ding ding, to, ding 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 woo. who wants to talk about i'm loving it well since i have nine. the least going on <laughs> I, I should probably start things off <laughs> Yeah, so we, we talked about it, and there's this is a a quieter level for your operatives, level nine. Yeah, um, not not a ton uh, going on. Um, so I guess I'm gonna mention my my feet that I took. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Level nine feet. I took cosmic truth. Ooh. So. As a standard action, I can spend one RP to force one creature within 30 feet of me to attempt a will save. Um, so it's it's a DC is 10 plus half your ranks in bluff plus your mm. wisdom bonus. If it fails, it is confused for 1d4 rounds. Oh my. Once yeah. a creature has seen or heard me use this ability, it is immune to further uses of this ability for 24 hours. Um and uh, I, I thought that that sounded some, like like something like a cool like <laughs> random. Sounds like a uh, um, what, what's the Phoenix right? It's your you're accusing someone. They're like what? <laughs> yeah, like some, some <laughs> weird detective trick that like some some this one random detective would have like just some like random trick up his sleeve. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take it out too much because it costs an RP, but. And it, it is language does, dependent, so yeah, you but, can't like make a dog uh, question its own reality. <laughs> unless I speak dog. Did you get into the the, the kibble treats? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that that's mostly what's going on for me. <laughs> this 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 um. This level. Yeah, I think I think we mentioned that. Um, 
you level nine operatives get quick movement, but you had already taken it. So and you just yeah, get I, a little I mean, more, quick, more of it. <laughs> quicker movement. So what's your base speed right now? My base speed is 50. Ah, <laughs> so you're not going to hang out on like, Echo Seven's shoulders yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the only reason this is a quiet level for you is because you just like ride around on somebody's shoulders the whole time. <laughs> well, anyway. you know, if I wasn't a Raxalite, it might be a little bit different story. But because, yeah, I, I, I got a ride. I got a pretty sweet ride. I mean, uh, Scooter's got a scoot, right? Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> speaking of that ride, I think, I think I, that ride should go next. <laughs> Ooh, he's calling you out, Drew. Well, I will say that Echo 7 gets quite a bit at level 9. So not only do I get another primary fighting style technique, so I'm a bombard soldier, uh, and and uh, the, the secondary, uh, or the, the next fight style technique, excuse me, huh, so much stuff to talk about, is debilitating attack. Uh, so now I can spend an RP and add, uh, for anything that uses the explode special property uh, or blast special property, so grenades, certain power weapons and things like that, um, I can use a, uh, uh, as long as it hits, uh, I can spend an RP to add uh, a debilitating effect, whether it's blindness, deafness, flat-footedness, or off-targetness, uh, based on on that strength bonus and there's a fort save to get rid of it which is bleh, but you know <laughs> that's uh, that's only the start of everything else because i also got a secondary fighting style and you may have noticed in the last couple of episodes that echo 7 has been trying to get into melee range a little bit more often that's because echo 7's in power <laughs> armor and has had an ability a big beefy boy. yeah he's a big beefy boy and he's had the ability to punch bad guys with his armor fist well that secondary fighting stealth takes takes place here, and I've chosen Armor Storm. Uh, so Armor Storm is a fighting style that's all about utilizing armor for both offense and defense. And the first, uh, uh, word that I'm technique. missing, technique, armor, uh, uh, skilled style Bonus. technique, there it is. Um, yeah is a uh, hammer fist, which is a special uh, melee attack that I can punch bad guys even better than I could punch them before and get a couple of bonuses on Sounds that. Sounds like a 80s Van Damme film. Hammer, hammer fist. fist. Yes, uh, Echo 7 will be doing squats. Uh, I have not decided on what uh, on what voice to do when he's doing hammer fist. Uh, but it will probably Something tells me it's going to be Schwarzenegger. It's not going to be Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and I will say, I will say I got a certain, uh, certain letter in the mail today saying that I should not be made to feel bad about my Schwarzenegger impression. Thank you, Tyler's mom. I really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but uh, Hammerfist is probably going to be Stallone. If I can work out a Stallone impression. Um, uh, Hammerfist. Uh... That's also a Schwarzenegger impression. I'm uh, I'm texting my mom. I'm texting my mom right now. Stop empowering Drew. You're ruining everything. So not only is there now going to be three combatants on your guys' team flat-footing enemies, uh, but also now there's like three primary melee characters. Is that what you're saying, Drew? I, so Great, I'm, I'm going, so much. I'm going to either hammer fist or hit him with, with the power weapon, depending on the situation. Because again, with so much flat-footedness, uh, there's not a lot of, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, 
uh, uh, attacks of opportunity going around. But yeah. just in case, uh, I I do need to attack from range. I have also taken the feat Kip Up. Uh, Kip Up that I used a lot as Knack, which allows you to right, stand right. up from prone as a swift action uh, so that I could, uh, if I am range, I can duck down and get a little bonus to AC and then pop up when I need to to as a swift action to uh, to move around and get better shots and things like that. So trying to, to play both sides of the field. Yeah, yeah. It's also nice if you're up in combat range and someone knocks you down, you can get right back up again and bunch them. All right. Uh, who next wants to talk about their level nine actions? I uh, can go. It's pretty. Are, are we all raising our hands at the same time? <laughs> no, it's a, I think, I think, I think at, at this point, everyone is equally excited. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my my level is a little bit more boring. Um, I feel like uh, Miles kind of downplayed uh, level nine because I'm only at level eight uh, operative because of my level, uh, my uh, dip into biohacker. So I only get an operative exploit and a feat, you know, this level. Yeah, um, operative exploits are exciting honestly, I don't know if it was very, more exciting because uh, it was it was a bit of a, a tough uh, decision because I wasn't super thrilled with any of the operative exploits um, mm-hmm. that were available to me. So I went with enhanced senses, which means that I now have blind sense with a range of 60 feet. Oh so, my. I mean, maybe that'll come in Useful. handy. It seems like something that, you know in certain situations could be useful and most of the time does no good whatsoever. So I, I like see if that ever comes up. I kind of like it because you primarily fly. And so I like this as, as a way to <laughs> almost this Zini's way to be like, something bad's about to happen. Whoosh. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Uh, you know, Wait, are more, you accusing Zinnia of just running away from every fight? I mean, no, where, where but, are you getting that? No, I, I, no, running away, definitely not. Am I accusing her of always trying to position herself to be as far away from danger as possible? Yes, but that's smart. Yes. I mean, that's as not a ranged character yeah. who did the like same a, thing. I cannot fault Zinnia. I will fault Zinnia for running away. <laughs> but for being <laughs> ranged, I will, I will 100% not falter for because yeah, Rainy it's more was like always stepping away. away from the battle. Yeah. 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 I mean, like stepping away. Is, yeah. like, uh, is the name of the game for Zinnia. So, I mean, yeah, whatever okay. gets her in the shadows. And this is just exactly. another yeah. layer like of shadows. In aliens, when the aliens were attacking the the, the Marines and Ripley and Burke just kind of tried to run off into the bathroom. You know, that and was then a th- Ripley just floated away. Just, <laughs> he just quietly floated away <laughs> out of range of the one. aliens. That's <laughs> great. Rebecca, I should ask so anyway, what, how would you describe said blind sense, uh, uh, coming to be f- for your character? Do you think this is something, uh, a technological, like bonus to her operative class or do you think it's like her trained innate strict senses uh, of sight or like a a trust a um a vibration sense yeah well i mean I- I think that it's a natural evolution if you will of um i, I mean dark sense or, wait 
Dark vision, sorry, dark vision is is a um, racial trait for Strix to begin with. And I think um, especially observing uh, not only trust, but also these uh, swarm that she's been fighting and, and the way that they're able to kind of have a super... Well, super yeah. sense about them. Like maybe she she gleans something from that and and kind of you know enhances her own senses uh, as a result. Just through sure. observation. Typically, it's tied to something besides uh, visual acuity, since it is called blind sense. Um, some of the options given in the the core rulebook f- for it are emotion, life, scent, sound, thought, and vibration. So if like you are a mystic that gained this ability, maybe you're you can sense life, blind blind sense life. But do you think you would go with like a a sound or a vibration or sense even maybe? Not you have this... wings, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. maybe it's like your your feathers' ability to sense the changes in currents around yeah, you. Air currents. Yeah, I was thinking like air waves, like you know. That'd like, be vibration. Yeah. 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 Yes, they're there. Well, we want to clarify this in case there is anything that would ever take away this ability. Like, ah, becoming, that's just like coming just up said, in the next I episode. Thought about it yet. <laughs> like oh, becoming deafened or what have you. So there's always a the chance that you could you could have this sense knocked out. But um, no, I think her feathers are just super sensitive. You know, yeah. like they can feel. Yeah, very tiny vibrations, vibrations. in the air. Uh, from I bet that's a variety of things. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine like probably the the thing that would make that not work would be like a vacuum or something. Like if yeah. there's just no air around, it no would air be around, hard to sense. detect. Like if you were like if you were like touching the ground, you could feel vibrations on the ground. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Um, awesome, awesome, super possum. Who's next? I'll go. Tyler. Mine's pretty simple. Level nine is fun for Solarians um, because you get an additional Zenith revelation. So Zenith revelations are big abilities that you get at level one. And the two you get at level one are the infamous solar blowy uppie. And (laughs) then the, the graviton one, which shall not be named because it shall never be useful. It's turn three. It's solar blowy uppy time. It's solar blowy uppy time. Remember so season one when we said that every episode? It's every, every episode. What, what about these level nine? So level nine is the first time that you as a player get to pick one of these Zenith revelation big whoop-de-doos. Um, in, in the history of the podcast, we've seen, I think, two other Zenith revelations. One was from an enemy time dilation which happened when we were on istamac and the other one was alindra's very own particle transformation so i didn't want to choose either of those because i wanted to be special so i chose a, a different one and although i am forgetting the name of it Essentially, what it allows me to do is it allows me to make a full attack as a standard action, and every ally within, I think, 30 feet of me gains haste. So, mm-hmm. this is great because Devasha is a really big individual, and positioning him on maps can be very difficult. As we have learned, Starfinder is kind of very medium creature centric sometimes and then sometimes it's very large creature nice 
but getting him where he needs to be, I oftentimes am not allowed. I can't make full attacks, or it's not in my best interest to make full attacks because I need to move and and get into the best position I can to take advantage of reach, try to give other people flanking, so on and so forth. This is very nice because it allows me a lot of momentum to then go right into a full attack. And it also gives, if Trest is nearby or Zinnia or Echo, it gives them a chance to also reposition themselves. More movement is always good. Sprouts doesn't need the movement. <laughs> Maybe I won't even include him in the area of effect. <laughs> right. <laughs> good Lord, Sprouts would move so much. So, <laughs> Sprouts so that, would go to the ship and get back and right, just... Right. He just runs to the 7-Eleven, grabs a burger, comes back. He's the, like the Flash. The revelation you've taken is called Solar Acceleration. Um, yes, and it gives everyone, uh, including yourself, and up to six allies... Aha, so I, 30 I feet. Just cut Sprout right out. That's awesome. Haste no, I for will. one minute. Yes. So it's quite nice, essentially, and especially because um, now to use Zenith Revelation, you have to have three points in any photon or graviton attunement. So I will, it'll always be round three of combat when I can use this, which is nice, actually, because. At first, I, I thought maybe of not taking this because I'm like, ah, oh, by round three, we're usually kind of set. Like, everybody's kind of in the position they want to be in. But in Starfinder, I feel like if you are getting further and further into the rounds, that's, you know, a boss battle or something where having that extra momentum could mean getting to a downed ally or getting behind some cover that you need to. So I think it won't be, it's probably not going to be very useful in your standard fights, but in the harder CRs, boss battles, I think we could see this be uh, you know, really important. Joel's question. Mm -hmm. So if I'm hasted as an operative, can I use my trick attack and attack and then move? Um, it allows you to make a move action before making a full attack. But it has to be before. Yeah, you can take a separate move action in order to move during a full attack so uh, I think that would just be you can move twice with that trick attack but it yeah. has to be so before you, no it uh, says before after or between the attacks from the, the full attack so right so but yeah. so is is that considered a full attack though is what considered a full attack uh, a trick. trick attack yes I don't trick attack is a full attack yeah it's a, I know it's a full action <laughs> is it a full attack I would ask the same thing to, for something like heavy fire, which is. Mm -hmm. uh, let's take a look. This is what it's all about. Sure it's, people. Yeah. Full attack action. Does that sound right? Uh, boo, boo, boo. As a full action, you can move up to your speed. Whether or not you move, you can then make an attack. But Ooh, if that, pace that might be the difference. Is you can do a move and a no. full attack or a full action? Full attack oh. is what haste says, right? So a little different from a full action, so it's not like you can move. But, but you could but you could move and then triple attack, for example. That's a good example, yes. And and a, no. if I could do a full attack and move, could I do a heavy fire and a normal attack? Or would it be <laughs> Well, let's look at heavy fire. I think heavy fire might be this. You can use your physical power to steady your weapon as a full action. Not a full attack, it says. 
So I think that would fall under the same. So it's not so useful for Drew or Rebecca, but for Trest and I. Uh, however, punch, 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 punch. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean yes, and, being and, able and to haste also haste also just like increases your move speed generally. Yes. So like, so, I mean, mm-hmm. for Rebecca or uh, Miles, you know, they just get you know plus 30 to their move speed, um, which not that's, so that's shabby. Not nothing. Yeah, that's that's important. Yes. Miles is running like 160 feet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just scampers yeah. off the battlefield. Yeah, uh, but this yeah. is three rounds into combat, so True. unless we're running away. <laughs> I mean, it's a massive battlefield. <laughs> three, three rounds is usually the time where you figure out, we need to run. <laughs> like, ah. Perfect timing. Patrick didn't realize how unbalanced his encounter was. Get out of here. Can you um, imagine a Solarian being like, I will unlock my ultimate ability. To run, run away. away. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah, that'll be a good use of it. Uh, let's move on and talk finally to Jabert and about Trest. Oh, you know, not much. Um, my Solarian weapon increases by a D6. My oh boy. weapon focus increases by plus one. Oh, no. Um, and I get access to a new connection ability um and i'm oh. using uh i'm using the uh, uh the uh, out of the comms the new option the new epiphany that lets you uh, select a secondary connection and i am indeed selecting the healing connection uh-huh Hey-o. someday classic. we'll find it healing connection. <laughs> classic a little um <laughs> <laughs> time spending on the the, the t- uh, temple to Hylax and exactly yeah it's, ready it's, to, it's, to it's, embrace the healing that's right I've I've learned to embrace the lessons that I've learned as a young a young bugling uh, with in a, the faith of Hylax a second connection do you get those additional connection spells or is it like one or the other between your other so warpath so you do not get uh the skills or the spells you only get the new connection ability oh okay but do you get up to what your level would be in that connection yes yeah so so you get a bunch right right away right so well oh no no, sorry sorry sorry. you just get the first level ability but it's like if it's level dependent it acts as though it's your full level. So mm. I, when I get the healing channel here, um, as a move action, I can heal myself. As a standard action, I can heal an ally that I touch. As a full action, I can heal all allies within 30 feet. And it is 10d8 of healing. Oh boy. That's so, a, that a good little panic button. Like yeah. uh, we're, we're getting swamped here. <laughs> Everyone get healed. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't uh, automatically add extra spells to my repertoire, but um ah. but it is a it is a a, a nice a nice new ability. Um mm-hmm. and to go with that, I am uh, picking up uh, extra resolve. Um ah, yes. So I've got an extra 2 resolve to play with. So now I've got 10 total. Um, so I can uh, spend those uh, a little more liberally, and um, hopefully, hopefully, get keep my people out of HP damage. Awesome, awesome. Um, 
great. Yeah, so that is level nine for your guys' characters. And I'm glad you've gotten some some boons here because you're going to need them. In oh, no. <laughs> book five, which is starting guys, next week. Guys, Patrick tri- tricked us. Oh, no. <laughs> As your characters get stronger, so do the challenges. You'll never catch up. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's going to do it for this script. I'm um, glad we got to add this on a little bit to the end. Um, although we're recording this on another day, so you had like a full week to <laughs> make these character um, enhancements. Uh, guys, thanks so much for playing with me and listeners, Thank thanks for listening. Woohoo! This is the actual end of the episode. Bye! Now, for real, I'll see you next week. Our true ending has come. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.